You've been listening to amazing music here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Coming up next, JM Sunday with Matis Weingast here at NahumSiegel.com.
Good morning, everyone. Welcome to JM Sunday right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. We are live with you. I'm your host, Matis Weingast, and today is the 12th day in the month of May. It's the seventh day in the month of ER. And uh, we are with you this morning. Thank you for joining us here, wherever you are around the world. In the United States, it is officially designated Mother's Day, so happy Mother's Day to everybody out there. We're going to be playing a lot of music. As a matter of fact, most of the music is going to be um, revolving around Mother's Day. So, uh, Plus, we're in the sphere of format, so we're going to have a cappella, and you're going to hear a lot of Aisha Schiles and uh, Mama Rachels and a lot of different artists. And my thanks to Mark Zamek, uh, the music director of the Nachum Siegel Network, who uh, really helped in uh, getting this selection group together for this morning's show. Really appreciate it. If you're studying Dafyomi, it's Pokoros 25, Chaf Hei. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, no, I didn't mention, today's the 22nd day in the counting of the Omer, so if you forgot to count last night, please do so sometime today so you can continue the count. In uh, our area, northern Jersey, it is uh, raining, and it's going to rain all day and through the night. It's 50 degrees right now, and that's the high for the day. Going down to 45 degrees. It is springtime, but uh, it's a reminder that it's not summer yet. In Jerusalem, though, 85 sunny degrees. Going down to 61 degrees and clear. We will hear, hopefully, from Rabbi Goldwasser at 7.30 and hopefully from uh, Hannah Julian at 8 o'clock with the news from Israel. I have a couple of guests this morning. uh, Coming up at 7.35... L.E.Y. Katz of Teaneck, New Jersey, will be joining us to talk about the breakfast for Israel, the Magen David Adom breakfast, that is coming up next Sunday, and uh, some of the developments with that breakfast. And uh, coming up at around 8.15, Lauren Yelenkovich, who uh, has been a guest of mine on the show a number of times, will talk about her latest releases in her musical field. And uh, in between all that, like I said, a lot of music. Uh, hope you had a great week and a great Shabbos, and appreciate you joining us today. Glad you could be with us. Uh, we're going to get right to the music, and we'll start off with a couple of Aisha Schiel selections for your listening pleasure. Thank you again for joining us right here on JM Sunday, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> Shed Chayil Miyim 
With the rising sun on her wedding day, she raised her eyes to the heavens and she thanked Hashem for the man of truth with whom she Nightfall came, destiny betrayed. The veil concealing another. Yet her sister's shame, not her shattered dreams, took hold of her heart and her senses. Shed a tear for your dear children If you raise your sweet voice now as then The day will come will cry for us again Won't you shed a tear for your dear children Beneath the call of an eagle. 
It's our Father's will, He who made us all. There we ask of you to defy Him. Yet a frightened child, none from pain and grief, remains for. Clinging to the faith that it can be heard as it cries out to its mother. Mommy, mommy, then no chamo, threatens on to kiss in the soul.
few selections in honor of Mother's Day today. We'll continue with that music uh, later on in the show. We heard from uh, Bitachon a couple of selections, A.B. Rottenberg, Yussi Goldstein, and the Maccabees opened up our song segment uh, here on JM Sunday. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening, for joining us this morning. We appreciate it. It's the bottom of the hour, first hour of the show. It's 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And uh, we're going to have Rabbi Goldwasser now, and then right afterwards we're going to be joined by L.E.Y. Katz of Teaneck, New Jersey. We're going to talk about the upcoming Mug and Dove at a Dome breakfast that's taking place next Sunday. A very important breakfast, and we'll talk about that, so make sure to stay tuned. Right now at this time, each and every Sunday through Thursday, we present to you Rabbi Govet Goldwasser, Rabbi Goldwasser's words, Lezecha Nishmas Ravzev, Rabbi Yosef Halevi, and Lezecha Nishmas Esther, Pas Rabbi Yosef Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We say in Tehillim, Ishtacha Kegefen Pariya, the wife, the mother, is like a vine that produces great yield. This is talking about a mother, a woman in Klal Yisrael, who does so much during her life. However, her innate modesty, her kol kavuda basmelech penima, makes her humble. She, like the vine, lays low. She, like the vine, gives off to all of those that need in this world nourishment, gives everybody the development, the chinuch, the education, all that they need, while she herself does not take anything, is not interested in personal gain, but only there for others, like the vine that gives off the nutrition to all who are in need. The mother, the Aim in Klal Yisrael, is a particular position of great chashivas and importance. Rab Shemshem Rafael Hirsch says the name for a mother in Hebrew is Aim. It is the similar word as Im, if. He says just like the word Im very often means that everything is contingent, everything is dependent on whatever follows the im. So too in life, everything is dependent on the mama. Everything is dependent on the mother, the aim. One time, it happened to be that the great Vorka Rebbe, Rabbi Yitzhak of Vork, was at a huge wedding. There were many, many thousands who had come to this wedding. In fact, most of the Hasidim of Vork were in attendance. There the Vorka Rebbe at the reception was sitting at the head table all the way in the front. His elderly mother told one of the Hasidim that she has to see her son. Immediately they rushed through the entire hall, they got to the Vorka Rebbe, and they told the Vorka Rebbe that his mother would like to see him. The Vorka Rebbe got up at once and ran to the back of the hall where his mother was waiting. She said to him, My dear son, I would like to have a glass of water. The Vorka Rebbe immediately himself ran to get his mother the water. After that, all the Hasidim gathered around the mother, and they said to her, Any of us would have been more than happy to bring you that glass of water. Why did you tell us to go all the way to the front, to take your son out of his seat and to bring him back so that he should get the water. She said, you don't understand. I love my son very, very much. 
I want my son to have arichas yomim, that he should have a long life in this world. And therefore it's specifically him that I wanted to bring me the water. Because it says, that your days should be long, the days of your children. For the mitzvah of kibbud aim, kibbud of, a person acquires for themselves a long life. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Israel by the uh, Meshorim Choir here on JM Sunday Live with you. Thanks for joining us. We are on the Nachum Siegel Network. We appreciate your being with us, especially on this uh, Mother's Day morning here in the United States, but really around the world. We always celebrate mothers and parents, and uh, we do so especially today. We've been playing all music associated uh, with mothers. And uh, thank you, Rabbi Goldwasser, for your words about Kivut of Aim. Very timely and much appreciated. Uh, next Sunday morning, a week from today, the 19th of May, at 11 o'clock, there will be a, a breakfast for Israel supporting the Magen David Adom program in Israel. And uh, it is sponsored by uh, Y and Esther Katz of Teaneck, New Jersey. Ellie is no stranger to... Uh, all of us in the communities around this area, especially in New Jersey. And it gives me great pleasure to welcome to the airwaves, Ellie Y. Katz. Good morning, Ellie. Welcome to JM Sunday. Good morning and happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to you and to your wife. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, Ellie, you've been on the uh, on the uh, City Council of Teaneck now for... Uh, what is it, about 600 years, uh, I think? Uh, it, it feels like that, something <laughs> like that. Six terms, I believe, if I'm correct. And yeah. uh, and your devotion to community service, uh, to every segment of the population in Teaneck and even beyond, is uh, has been noted so many times and is uh, quite obvious to anyone who follows anything that you do. Uh, so it's no surprise that uh, you are... Um, sponsoring a uh, breakfast next week in honor of uh, or in support of the Mug and David Adom. Uh, and I think, I guess, technically it's the American Friends of Mug and David Adom, which, as we know, is Israel's national uh, EMS system. 
uh, emergency medical. Uh, they're there for disasters and uh, and blood bank service. Uh, and it seems you have a great selection of guests and honorees. Please tell us a little bit about uh, your affiliation with this and why you decided to host this breakfast. I've been a life member of the Tunic Volunteer Ambulance Corps, um, and uh, when I went to Israel for the year, I actually, um, well, for Yeshiva, I actually went once a week at my Gen David I got to get very familiar with the great work that they do. Um, and then when I married my uh, wife, uh, her father-in-law, who passed away when she was 13, I'm sorry, her father, my father-in-law, mm-hmm. went, who passed away when, when, uh, she, was, when she was 13, um, really was very big on donating blood and, and wanted to be in Israel. And we thought that uh, supporting Magen David Adom and, and the work that they do and the love that he had uh, was very appropriate. So we raised money and we donated an ambulance uh, from, the front, from, from Bergen County and, and some of the schools. And uh, it was just a natural, um, and I just naturally got involved. With, I got to see firsthand again all the great things that they do and all the people that they help. And, yes, you said that the Israel Ambulance Service, but, you know, whenever you see a disaster anywhere in the world, you know, you hear that Magen David Adom sent trucks and, and equipment and emergency medical technicians to help out. So they're there for really everybody, not you know, not just uh, around Israel's borders, but and beyond. Right. Unfortunately, uh, most of the news media does not pick up on that. When, as you said, there are disasters throughout the world, uh, it's an amazing uh, setup that Israel has that it can transport uh, equipment and doctors and uh, other staff to uh, any place in a, a short time, and they and they volunteer for that. Most countries take them up on it when it's needed. Some uh, some don't, unfortunately, to their detriment. Uh, but it is something amazing, and it does cost a lot of money to do. And there's no charge for it, and you know it, it costs a lot. And the support that you give through something like this is uh, is amazing. You have some great guests and uh, personalities who are going to be at this event, uh, including. Uh, the mayor of Teaneck, Mohammed Hamadudin, Hamadudin who, excuse me, who is uh, going to be giving the opening remarks. Um, that's a it's a pretty great lineup. You want to tell us about the people who yeah, are going to be part great, of it? It's, it's absolutely a great lineup. Um, and um, so so we have uh, Ambassador Ido Haroni, who's Israel's former council general. He's going to be there as our keynote speaker. We have the opening remarks by. Our mayor, Mohammed Hamadoudin, who's a very good friend of mine, a really wonderful person, who has visited Israel himself. Sari um, Singer, who is the founder of Strength to Strength, um, she is actually, or was actually, a patient of Magen David Adom uh, when she was in Israel uh, many years ago. She was uh, a victim of a, a bus bombing. Mm. And uh, Magen David Adom saved her life. And then you have Guy Cassidy, who's the chief multi-casualty instructor and director of, of uh, and training for Magen David Adom. So he's no, he he's uh, very familiar with these mass casualties. And then we're making some presentations to Mark Schwartz, who's my colleague on the city council. He's the deputy mayor, but. He is really one of the most wonderful people 
that I know. He I actually went to school with him in high school, uh, but he is uh, the founder of a, of, a, of a shul here in Teaneck. He's uh, on the board of the schools. He's a uh, he's a uh, uh, also a volunteer at the ambulance corps. He's a firefighter. Uh, <laughs> he's just a really great person, a uh, really good community leader. And then Yavna Academy just just uh, donated another ambulance to Magendavida Dome, uh, and they were helped uh, with uh, by my very good friends Natalie and Davidi Jonas, and they're going to be there giving a presentation as well as giving a certificate to Yavna Academy, and they have a big announcement which I can't tell you. You're going to have to come to hear what the big announcement is. And Judah Engelmeyer, uh, who, who runs, now they're coming into the news with all, all these horrific house of worship shootings. CSS, he's one of the local CSS coordinators, and uh, they provide security for uh, the synagogues, and uh, they've trained other houses of worship how to provide security. Um, so, so it's going to be a, a really great event. But at the end of the day, it's going to be a great event for a great cause. You know, Magendavida Dome, besides being 100% of the blood for the, for, the, for the Army and 97% of the blood for the country and um, the ambulance service for the country, which, by the way, they're not a government agency. That's what people fail to remember. People think, oh, I don't have to give to the Magendavida Dome. they got plenty of money. No, they rely on our money. It's not a government agency. They provide services. To the to Israel, and and incidentally, when this was gonna this is gonna go tie into our next part, they're made up of thousands of volunteers, thousands of volunteers of all different types of races, religions, colors, and they service everybody of all different types of races, religions, and colors. They service everybody. Right. So. That's going to be Sunday, May 19th at 11 a.m., Beth Shalom in Teaneck. And if you want to come, it's afmda.org forward slash breakfast 2019. And that's the and, best. Uh, we need people to be there. That's the best way of getting tickets for this. Uh, you do need reservations uh, ahead of time. Uh, and uh, I suggest that you, uh, everybody out there who uh, wants to go, uh, and is thinking of going to make those reservations before it fills up, which uh, it probably is going to do very quickly. I assume you still have seats left uh, a week out. We still have seats, but we, we do need reservations, especially now where security is going to be uh, very tight. Right, which we'll, we'll talk about. Ju- Judah may have uh, two uh, two rolls at that breakfast. <laughs> Uh, Jude, yeah, we're not sure. We're gonna have to call him in from outside. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Uh, you know, in fairness, I do have to say that uh, Jude Engelmeyer, a wonderful person, as is everybody in the panel. But, but uh, for complete, uh, you know, <laughs> transparency, he's my mechutin. He's uh, our son Ellie's uh, father-in-law, and. Um, we wish you muzzled up on this and all the work that he's done. Very important work. And, you well, know, I, wa- I want to say that, yeah. that uh, you hit the Mechutin lottery, but the truth <laughs> is he did pretty well himself. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and you mean because my wife is his uh, Mechutin, right? Machatain is the. Yes, yeah, I both. understand that. And you know our son, Ellie, from uh, TVAC. Uh, he was of on course. TVAC for many years. And, uh, you know, amazing to do. I'll throw a plug in that anybody who gets a chance, besides going to the breakfast and helping out Mug and David Adom, uh, if, if a person has a chance to do volunteer work, 
like uh, especially going to a place like TVAC, a volunteer ambulance wide, has the time, the initiative, the ability. It's a extremely important work. Uh, you know that I I do work with uh, Hatsala here in Union County, and uh, it, it's extremely important if you if you have the opportunity out there to go and do it. And we commend you for all the work that you do for that and the volunteer work. And it takes a toll, but it's it's well worth it. Um, Thank you. I appreciate it. Now, this event, you know, one would think is uh, it's great. Uh, everyone should uh, be a part of it, of course, and everyone is. And, um, you know, there shouldn't be any issue. It's a, it's a great fundraising event for an important, uh, unbiased uh, organization in Israel that helps thousands of people, as you said, from all walks of life, doesn't look at who they're helping, just helps. And unfortunately, and maybe because it's our uh, day and age, uh, that more people feel that they can come out and uh, just say whatever they want to say against something, especially when it comes to Israel. And it turns out in the last couple of days, there has been a bit of a pushback. And uh, uh, Ellie Y. Katz, who's with us, uh, a member of city council and and, uh, supporter of so many organizations, including Mug and David Adom, Ellie, tell us what's happened in the last couple of days. And you alluded to something when you said, uh, talked about security. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, like I, like you said, and like I said, the Magenda Vida Dome services everybody of all walks of life, is made up of everybody. And by the way, on a smaller microcosm, like you think about the Teaneck Volunteer Ambulance Corps, one of, one of the things I loved about the Teaneck Volunteer Ambulance Corps is that you're serving with, such a diverse group of people. Oh, yeah. And you're helping the entire town, everybody, no matter what your background, race, religion, or color is. And that's the same thing with Magenda individual Dome, obviously, at a bigger scale. And they go everywhere around the world, uh, no matter, you know, where they're called. Um, but they're, you know, in today's age, as you said, uh, people like to express themselves. And um, social media has certainly become a very easy way to express themselves. And sometimes people... Uh, express themselves crossing certain lines, mm-hmm. and uh, we have a protest. Uh, we have uh, an organization that took out a permit, um, and they're they're actively recruiting on social media to try to get people to come out and protest this breakfast. Uh, obviously, because of uh, the word Israel, mm-hmm. um, and, and the pro, you know, one of the main organizers has mentioned that. You know, it says, it says breakfast for Israel. It doesn't say breakfast for ambulances. Um, so uh, he's, he's and and the organization, which you know call themselves a human rights organization, has actually been deemed a hate group by others. Right. You know, so yeah. uh, that is that is what we're up against. So right. Trying to get as many people to come out. I certainly want to see Breakfast for Israel having a better attendance than the Breakfast Against Israel. Yeah, right. <laughs> they they won't be serving anything there but hate, unfortunately. Uh, and and you know, there's there are two sides always. Sometimes you might think, well, let's not uh, let's not promote not promote, but let's not mention or you know anything that's against something. But in in this particular case, especially with what's going on uh, in in our country today, uh, I, I believe it is important that we do let people know what is happening and and what our enemies are doing out there sometimes. Because in this particular case, everyone can show their support uh, for Mug and David Adom and against this other uh, group by getting tickets and absolutely packing in the breakfast. Uh, it's not going to be a counter-protest. It's not getting into that. It's going to be come to that breakfast because it will show 
the community what is important and where support lies. And, uh, and, and that's what people should do for next week. That room, that shul should be pack-filled to capacity with people for the breakfast. Agreed. And it happens by going to AFMDA, American Friends of Magenda Vida Dome. So it's AFMDA.org forward slash breakfast. 2019, breakfast 2019, and come out and uh, send a statement and also help help an amazing organization uh, as Magenda Vida Dome. Plus, for a couple of hours, you're going to hear some great speakers and find out a lot of great information about what other people do, like the organizations you mentioned that people with, that people are affiliated affiliated with uh, who are going to be there so it's going to be a very enjoyable morning and um, and I, I thank you for hosting it and your wife and appreciate you joining us this morning to talk about it uh, and just you know much success with it no I thank you and obviously Nahum has been a, an amazing supporter of Israel and Magen David Adom and all all great charities, and you as well. Thank you. And uh, I really appreciate you giving me this opportunity to uh, mention uh, what's happening here in Teaneck next Sunday, May 19th at 11 a.m. So thank you very much for having me. Our pleasure, L.E.Y. Katz. Enjoy Mother's Day. Make sure that uh, whatever you have planned for your wife uh, is going to be great. I'm sure it is. Go out to a restaurant we, we, or we something. We already put out the cards. Yeah, yeah, we did that also early in the morning. Thanks again, Ellie. Great speaking with you. Have a great day and a great week. Thank you. Bye-bye. It is um, it is 7.52 in the morning here on JM Sunday. My thanks again to Ellie Y. Katz for joining us on this uh, Mother's Day. Busy day for a lot of people. And uh, talking about the upcoming breakfast next week, next Sunday at 11 o'clock. So go to uh, AM fmda.org slash breakfast 2019 and you can get your tickets pack it in and uh, you'll have an enjoyable morning it's uh two hours of the breakfast some speakers and uh and you'll know that you're supporting mug and david Adom, an extremely worthwhile organization in israel and uh, also you'll be showing others that the support for israel is tremendous and great and we appreciate that. We're going to go back to, uh, let's see, Mishorim Choir for a bit. Then we're going to hit the news from Israel uh, coming up at 8 o'clock with Hannah Julian. And then at uh, about 8.15, uh, my guest will be Lauren Yelenkovich, who's been on before with us. And we'll talk about what she's been doing in her career lately. Thanks again for joining us, everyone, here on a JM Sunday, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> Oh
miracles when you believe and no hope is great it's hard to give who knows what miracles you can achieve when you believe somehow you Beats, When You Believe, from the Out of the Box album, right here 
on JM Sunday exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. We'll be getting to the uh, news from Israel in just uh, a few seconds. I hope everything will connect. <laughs> and uh, my thanks again to L.E.Y. Katz of Teaneck, New Jersey, member of the City Council uh, and uh, great community uh, supporter and uh, activist and and uh, just all-around nice guy. <laughs> and he uh, told us about next week's breakfast, supporting a Magen David Adom in Israel. So if you, uh, if you can attend that, absolutely do so. Pack the shul with people. Pack the breakfast. AFMDA.org slash breakfast2019 is the place to... Um, is the place to go for tickets. It is the 12th of May, seventh day in the month of ER. Temperature outside, 50 degrees here. We'll check in with Hannah Julie in a few seconds and find out what it is in Israel. It's expected to rain all day long and tonight also. 22nd day in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, please do so sometime today. And if you're studying Dafyomi or you want to start, it's Bechoros Chafhei 25. Coming up after the news from Israel and a couple of song selections, probably around 8.15 or so, Lauren Yelankovich will be joining me. She's been on the show before, and we'll find out what's going on in her career and uh, see what's doing there. It is time for our news from Israel. Hannah Julian, Middle East news analyst and senior correspondent at JewishPress.com, joins us every Sunday morning to bring us up to date on the latest happenings in the state of Israel. Good morning, Hannah Julian. Good morning, Matis. And happy Mother's Day to you. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> happy Mother's Day to all the mothers that are out there. Yes. <laughs> um, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says that he did not say Happy Mother's Day. I don't know why he should, <laughs> um, but he did say that he plans to ask President Ruvain Rivlin, who I think is a relative of yours, uh, he plans to ask the president for an extension to form the next government. He doesn't always do that, but he did ask this time. Netanyahu has yet to sign coalition agreements with any of his potential partners. He said the reason was due to a crowded schedule due to Passover, Remembrance Day, Yom Ha'atzmaut, and various security events that have taken place. The first deadline to form the government ends this Wednesday. The president can give Netanyahu an extension of up to 14 more days. That's going to bring him up to May 29th. The prime minister noted in his opening remarks to the weekly government cabinet meeting this morning that uh, the uh, week marks the first this week marks the first year since the opening of the US embassy in Jerusalem the official residence of US ambassador David Friedman is also moving to Jerusalem and so the traditional 6 month waiver that was being used by other presidents in the past to avoid this is no longer needed and the congressional decision on Jerusalem has now formally been implemented. Netanyahu says the state of Israel has already selected a site on the Golan Heights for a new community that will bear the name of President Trump. The prime minister announced the decision to name a community after Trump following his official recognition to uh, recognize Israel's sovereignty 
over the Golan Heights. In other news, Israel has reopened the border crossings with Gaza. That move coming as part of the ceasefire agreement that was worked out by Egyptian mediators between Israel and Gaza terrorists. That took place in spite of the fact that thousands of Gazans were once again down at the border security fence on Friday, rioting and throwing firebombs and explosives at Israeli soldiers. One of those rioters was killed in the violence, a 24-year-old, and 30 others were wounded. The soldiers used tear gas to try to keep them away from the fence and to keep them from breaching the border. But when they got too close, they the soldiers opened fire in accordance with military regulations. Israel has also expanded the Gaza fishing zone. On Friday, those restrictions were removed and the zone was again returned to a limit of 12 nautical miles off the the coast of Gaza. That is uh, in accordance with the ceasefire agreement that was worked out by the Egyptians. The delegation of Egyptian intelligence officials, by the way, is staying in the enclave this week in Gaza to make sure that things stay peaceful, at least until Wednesday. And that's because May 15th, the Palestinian Authority Arabs mark their so-called Nakba Day. That's the word for catastrophe in Arabic. It's what they call the establishment of the State of Israel in 1948. May 15th is the secular date of Israel's Independence Day, and the Arabs call that the Nakba, or catastrophe. On the good news front, two Israeli athletes won gold and silver medals at the Baku Grand Slam tournament this weekend in Azerbaijan. Sagi Muki won gold in the men's under 81 kilo weight class. It's his third gold medal, and it puts him on track to represent Israel in the 2020 Summer Olympics in Tokyo. Fellow team member Tohar Butbul took home the silver medal in the men's under 71 kilo weight class. Mazel tov to both judokas from all of us here at JM Sunday. A quick look now at the weather, as you were discussing. A bright, sunny day today, high in the 60s, going up to the 80s, all the way to the 80s. Clear tonight, low in the 60s, and sunny skies again tomorrow. Beautiful day ahead. Beautiful blue sky, high in the mid to upper 80s, and summer, summer's here. <laughs> We're having a beautiful, beautiful day. Have a great week, everyone. Don't forget your water bottles. I'm Hannah Julian for JM Sunday. That's our news from Israel. Thanks again, Hannah Julian, and again, happy Mother's Day to you, and uh, hope you will celebrate that. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next week right here on JM Sunday, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. We're going to go back to some music, and I'll be joined shortly by uh, Lauren Yelenkovich. We'll talk about what's going on in her career. Uh, we have next up a Shim Kramer with Aisha Schail from the Forevermore album, right here on JM Sunday, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs>
My thanks to all of you for listening and joining us this morning on this Mother's Day. It's a special day. It's officially Mother's Day in the United States, but you know what? It's uh, Mother's Day around the world, and um, we uh, we certainly you know give a, uh, a, a shout out to all the mothers out there. Unfortunately, a couple of months ago, as you all know, I lost my mother uh, of ninety three years. But as I said, I knew her for fifty nine years, so it was great. Um, and uh, you know, we wish everybody a happy Mother's Day and. Um, and certainly take advantage of the time you have. It is 8.20 in the morning here on May 12th, 7th day in the month of ER, and uh, we are with you live as we always are on the Nachum Siegel Network. My next guest is someone who's no stranger to these airwaves and to people around the world. She's been on with us a number of times before. I consider her a friend and uh, a, uh, a really great uh, musician. Uh, and it gives me great pleasure to welcome to the airwaves once again, Lauren Yelankovich. Lauren, welcome back to JM Sunday. Hey, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this morning. I know it's early and uh, do appreciate your your getting up and having your voice uh, still still active this early this morning. I appreciate it. <laughs> You know, I got to get up. I got to get going. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, you've been on before. People know you as uh, most recently over the last number of years as a, uh, a singer with Yanni on his um, on his various tours. And uh, uh, you've been around the world, uh, everywhere in the United States and so many countries around the world. Uh, and, you know, from looking at your posts and everything, it seems I, I can't tell whether you're more excited about the concert venues and being at the concerts around the world or touring the areas that you go to. Which which is more exciting for you? Um, it's literally both. <laughs> I love them both. Um, I get really excited about visiting a new country if I've never been there. And also, I also get very excited about going back to a country I've already been to. Because, um, you know, I get to go to all the cool spots that I found before and find more. Um, and then the venues are always, you know, the the thing about playing with Yanni is the venues are always, like, super different. And a lot of them are very iconic. And, um, and that's always really uh inspiring and amazing to experience so um i always am very curious and um about the venues themselves so like we were just in saudi arabia and we had this venue in the middle of the desert when it was like a big mirrored building uh so you could look at the building uh from outside and you basically just see the desert in the mountains reflecting back at you so it's hard to see the building it's like a mirage it was amazing right um so i like i i love you know especially if it's a place that has a lot um a lot of history too um and people have performed there before me that i am obviously like huge fans of i I love that too like oh my god (laughs) yeah you get that that feeling and so you you get that even though you're you yourself are a superstar you still get that feeling when you go to places like that Oh my god! All the time, I literally like. I think I remember we were at Red Rocks, and I was like freaking out because I think one of my favorite artists, Brandy Carlisle, was performing the day after us, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> uh, and like the Beatles played on that stage, and I, like literally like laid down on the stage and kind of like just touched it for right. a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, I'm sure it's an amazing experience, and also with social media nowadays, you get to connect with people. From those areas, uh, wherever you are, the, the people who've seen you there, uh, or even if you've met them 
there and you connect on social media and are able to continue that. Uh, and and yes. possibly, as you said, when you go back to those places, you, you connect with them again. Oh, exactly. That's exactly what I do. <laughs> I do that. I love that. Um, and I think that they like that. And, and you know, and I've, I've made some really amazing friends that way. So. Right. Exactly. And it's, it's good because, uh, again, in this day of, of social media, it, it's a way of connecting people that would not have a chance to connect before and bringing exactly. people together. And, and that's very important also. Yeah. Uh, so you're... And it's also a way to show people like the different places if they themselves are never able to travel to said place and or, you know, or don't know anything about it. Um, so I feel like sometimes I'm able to, uh, you know, give them fresh uh, view and new eyes to a place that they've never been to. Right. That's a very, very good point very because, helpful. yeah, you, you, it's not just the venues, but it's the, uh, like you said, when you go to different places and visit the areas, uh, people don't see that. It's like your own, your own, um, your own geography channel. <laughs> it's like the Lauren yeah, Yelankovich geography <laughs> channel. <laughs> yeah. So see, I want to do it like geography. It needs to be like geography and then like a food tour and right. also music. <laughs> right. right. That would be your new, uh, your new very, uh, your new varied exactly. show. You can have it on a, exactly. on a channel. Like I remember, I think we were in Mexico in Puebla and Joel and I went out and I literally had at least 15 tacos de lengua, which is like tongue tacos, you know, and I, they're my favorite. So, <laughs> but you, I mean, as, as a, a, a singer, uh, yeah. in a way more more so than maybe a musician who plays an instrument, you have to be very careful about what what you eat. You have to be very careful about things like that, don't yes, you? That is true. Uh, you know, it's funny that you said that because um, when we were, I used to be a really picky, picky eater. Uh -huh. So when I first moved to New York City, I basically would eat. Uh, salami, Genoa salami, and uh, chocolate chip cookies, and chicken Caesar salad. Um, seriously, the only thing. And on that chicken Caesar salad, I never had any, like, onions. Um, in 2005, you're going to love this, I went to Israel and had sushi for the first time oh. in my life. Wow. And I, at that time, I think, like, Israel, like Tel Aviv or Israel was the first uh, the second country, second, um, sorry, second to Japan with like the most Japanese restaurants right. or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I obviously fell in love with sushi. So wow. um, then my like whole palate was open. Uh -huh. And uh, so for, since then, it's been like a wild ride. I tried ketchup in 2008 and I decided, <laughs> oh no, I really like ketchup. <laughs> um, and then therefore my whole diet was out the window because French fries and, right. you know, that's it. Now I have a problem. I got to go to the gym way too many times. Right. Um, and then, uh, you know, and then I ended up like, we went to, we went to China. No, we went to Mexico. And a friend of mine was like, oh yeah, we eat crickets here. And I was like, wait, we eat cricket. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And I think that, I don't know if you remember, or if you ever saw the video, Lisa is vegan and doesn't eat crazy things like that. Okay. She loves animals. Uh, and I very much was like, I want to try the cricket. <laughs> and she did a whole YouTube video about me being a cricket killer uh, in reality. The crickets were already dead. Of course. Um, and they tasted like beef jerky. And I put a little lime on it, and it was delicious. Wow. And then we went to China. I ended up uh, going to the night market to eat some um scorpions and those by far were the best oh. but mm. of course and, okay you know the next day my mother was like you need to be careful <laughs> what you put in your mouth yeah, exactly you have to sing and you just don't know and i right. was like yes you are right i right. should be 
be a little <laughs> bit more thoughtful. And uh, and so I, I do I do try to do the adventurous eating part after or not on a day that I have to sing. Right. Um, so it's usually like a couple days before or uh, or a day after. <laughs> right. Of course. Well, this is it. that's one of the that's one of the great things about mothers. They're there to protect you and you know exactly. to be there. So exactly. You know. <laughs> Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, including mine. Absolutely. She's amazing. Now, um, we're, we're going to talk about some of the things that you're doing um, soon. I just want to check, is there a new schedule for Yanni concerts coming up? So we have a couple of rescheduled concerts, so we're going to be going to... Indonesia in July, mm. and I'm really excited about that, because I've never been there. Oh, nice. So, <laughs> yeah, um, so that's happening in July, and then Yanni's doing his um, show here in New York. Yeah, the Broadway um, program. Yeah, so that'll be kind of cool for him. Are you going to be and, part of that at all? I'm not going to be part of that, but, okay. you know, that's so exciting, and it's going to be great. Great. Excellent. Really uh, so funny, funny thing. Uh, you know, every time we talk, we talk about something different. I, I did read something again, uh, and I wanted to mention this too. When you, when you were uh, a couple of years ago, when you were a little younger, uh, you uh, you received an uh, Andrea Bocelli scholarship, and uh, you sang for him at a private event. I did. Uh, I did. And funny, uh, funny coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences. Everything is. Uh, you know, everything's out there. Um, yeah. So I, I, we have a, a friend that's uh, very well known to these airwaves, Israel Schechter. And uh, among other things, he helps um, uh, in different uh, charity organizations and fundraising events and, and, and different things. And uh, he, he, through his uh, work, uh, became friends with Andrea Bocelli and is in touch with him. Oh. So he, so Israel posts this uh, this this uh, p- post on on Facebook a number of weeks ago. Uh, he's uh, he gets into an Uber. Uh, I think he was going to the airport. I don't remember exactly what it was. And uh, he gets into the car, and the, and the lady uh, who's driving uh, apologizes right away and says because um, she has Andrea Bocelli's music in the car going on. She says, "I have to tell you, I'm sorry." Uh, if it disturbs you, but um, this music is going to stay on. I listen to this, um, and uh, the music helps me. And she'd gone through different situations or whatever, and this was very important for her to uh, to keep it on. So he wanted to apologize. She wanted to apologize in advance that uh, she was having the music going. Um, yeah. So now it, he was talking to her, and, and while he's talking to her, uh, he calls Andrea Bocelli on FaceTime. Oh my gosh. And, <laughs> and at the um and, and while uh, after they're driving she's he basically says, I have someone who wants to to speak with you. Oh my gosh. And this is a, a live yeah, there's a live connection and it, you know, you imagine just with something simple like that, the way changed a person or helps a person you never know and this is just a great coincidence so there's I love that. <laughs> and i was speaking to israel just a, a little while ago before you were on that's why we were a little delayed and uh and i was asking him if it's okay to share that story which he says fine oh. and, and as we're we're chatting he happens to get a, a voicemail from uh, andrea bocelli so uh, oh i asked gosh. him I, on your behalf i asked him to send uh, him your regards i'm sure he uh, yes. would remember you yes. and well, uh, I'm for him so long ago, may, but, um, maybe you could do a duet together some point in time who knows you know, 
not that that would be like a dream come true. I um, I won his scholarship when I was in college at the Manhattan School of Music, and um, and I was flown out to LA and I sang for him and David Foster. I was about eighteen, and I and the 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 reason I sang for him and and I guess I won the scholarship. It was through the National Italian American Foundation. Um, I won Star Search. I don't know yes. if I've ever told you that. Oh, yeah, yeah, with uh, <laughs> with Ed McMahon's Star Search. Exactly. So Ed McMahon's Star Search. And the song that I sang was The Prayer, which was okay. an Andrea Bocelli and Celine Dion duet. Um, and, uh, and so I won, I won the, the show with that song, the grand prize with that song. And so, um, yeah, so I flew out there. And so that song really uh, has a special place in my heart. And always I try to perform it at every show just because it's so, you know, it's such a beautiful song. And also it has such a great meaning to me. Um, and he was so, so gracious and so kind. And I've met him a couple of times since uh, because he's those movie premieres and stuff right. that he does with his concerts. And mm-hmm. so I'm, I met him and his, uh, and his family again uh, a few years later. And they're just so great. And uh, obviously, I would love to do a duet at some time. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. We'll, we'll see if we could, we could work that out. You never know the oh, connections. Know. You, uh, you, you never you, know. You, you live I was a- really young before. You know, now I'm like... <laughs> yeah, okay. You're not old. But anyway, you, know, you live a, a very exciting life. And it's nice that uh, people like Andrea Bocelli and Yanni, of course, come to you to do things. So, you know, you're the star. Course, we know that. Oh, we, well, thank we, you. Well, we, they, I mean, I'm just so grateful to all of them and the people that have helped me along the way. You know, absolutely. I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't be anywhere without them. Those, um, those millions of people who have seen you with Yanni know that um, when we say that you're a singer, uh, mm-hmm. It's not. It's not words. It's. Um, it's. Uh, yeah. um, I don't know. What, what do. You, what do you call it? What do you say when your expression? Well, how do you describe what it is that you do? Well, I am. I mean, it is singing. So right. I do. Um, you know, I'm singing a melody. Um, a melody. And then there are other songs and other songs that I do have lyrics. But the one in particular song that you're talking about is Nightingale, which I don't have any words. Right. right. <laughs> um, and, and you know, and it's uh, pulling inspiration. I mean, every night is a different performance of it, you know. Um, and, but it's, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I sing, I guess I would just say, like, I sing with Yanni. That's what I say. Oh, right. I well, when you, when you <laughs> sing, when you sing that and sing the melody, do you yeah. um, get into a different mindset before singing a song with um with without words with the melody as opposed to uh words with songs is there a different thinking that you have to go through a different process um well i mean obviously a a song with words and and everything that you're saying it really depends uh you know what those words mean so sometimes there are different intentions like obviously could be a very happy song or it could be like a melancholy song and that type of a thing when it comes to uh, songs with lyrics um with uh with Nightingale, you know, every night, like I said, every night is different. But yeah, I do get into a uh right before I go on stage every night. I'm just always very focused, and um and I'll I really just try to tune in with what I'm feeling at that moment. And also when I'm out there with Yanni, um the the energy I get from him also affects the way that I am portraying and the way that I am singing. Too. Right. 
Right, so, of course. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because in uh, in in Jewish music, uh, there is a uh, a word. It's called a nigun, and uh, a nigun is a re- religious song or it's a tune, um, and it doesn't necessarily have words at all. It's it's just a tune. It's a melody, and right. uh, and that itself allows, uh, uh, and in this case with you also, it allows the listener, I think. A way of, um, uh, I say, a way of uh, getting together with the uh, with what they're hearing, as opposed to concentrating on words. Um, right. Sometimes a tune is not meant to have words; it's meant to just be a tune Make that you listen feel. to and absorb, uh, yeah. you know, and get it together on. So it makes perfect sense, uh, and and that is a lot of what um, what what we have, as I said. Um, in Jewish music uh, throughout the generation. So, yeah, that makes total yeah, sense. Now, there are other things that you do, uh, and you are a star on your own right, of course. Uh, in, in <laughs> I think, the end of last year, you released a, a cover of, uh, I did. of a song. I did release a cover uh, called The Blower's Daughter, and I worked with a producer out in L.A. His name is Leo Z. And um, we did a couple of songs. I have another one coming out uh, your way. I, I won't. I don't know the exact release date yet, um, but I do have it, and uh, I've been sitting on it for a little while. You know. So, okay. Is it a uh, cover or an original that you've uh, no, written? No, it's an original. It's oh, an original wow. song that he, that he wrote actually. Okay. Um, and he's done a lot of stuff uh, for different people, um, Josh Groban and some others, and. Um, I really love his music. I love his energy, and we work well together in the studio. So I was uh, happy to go out there and work with him uh, on these two songs. Nice. And hopefully there will be more. <laughs> and you're also now, um, which which is very timely, you're with a group called Take Three, which is uh, billed yes. as a pop crossover trio. And uh, you're yeah. featured in some of their videos, and you'll be at, uh, at the Green Room 42 next uh, next week, I think on uh, is it Wednesday on the night, 21st. the twenty first. Uh, tell us about yeah. that a little bit. That's Tuesday night, actually. Next week, tell us about that, please. Yeah. So um, I so it's actually the violinist that now tours with Yanni Lindsay Deutsch has a trio called Take Three. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, we were on the road last year, and, and obviously, like you're on a tour bus for so many hours, and you want to like play music and create music and we really loved making music together. So she was like, you know, I think you should come and guest with our with our trio. And I said, I would obviously love that. <laughs> wait, wait. That's uh, – hold, hold on. Hold on. Let me just digress for a second. So when you're on the bus for, for most of the time, I mean, you, you <laughs> sing at a venue for an hour, two hours, whatever, yeah. and, and then you're on the bus for another 22 hours. You, you sit yeah. there and say, oh, let's talk business. How about I – mean, let's talk shop. How right. about we play you know, some more yeah. music? No, how about exactly. like <laughs> – how about did you did you notice that crazy person sitting in the third row? You know the concert. Well, we talk about that too. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, sure. I'm sure. I'm uh, sure. So that, that's beautiful. Well, so you've you've put that talent together, and uh, and and she yeah. has that group, and you'll be performing with them. What will you be? Will you be singing? Do you? Yes, I'm going to be singing. So, and, and actually, another another uh, funny thing to that is that Benedict Brydern, who also is on the tour, mm-hmm. um, is a really amazing arranger. And um, and so we were all talking, and we uh, and he was like, "Oh, well, I can arrange these, this for you." And so we said, "Okay, great. Well, let's do it. Let's let's try to do a few arrangements." And uh, and we did, and they're amazing. I think he's incredibly talented. And um, and now we have these uh, really cool. I've got about like. I don't know, five, ten stuff songs with him. 
uh, or with them, sorry. Right. And uh, and every so often I'll come out on their shows if it's a take three with Lauren Yulankovic show. Right. Um, and that's been really amazing. I mean, the girls are great. I, obviously, we all get along. And, um, yeah, so that'll be kind of fun. And, <laughs> I'm and, excited. So and, you should come. Yeah, <laughs> and you particularly mentioned, you mentioned the Beatles before. As I think you said on yeah. when you were on a stage with the Beatles where you were like, lying down where they oh, were yeah. so uh okay, your yeah. one of your videos shows that uh that you do some of the beatles uh you cover some yes. of the beatles with this group we did uh we did a little nod to the beatles and uh, i don't know if anyone else picked up on it but it's got a little abbey road cover uh inspiration throughout <laughs> yeah. we're all wearing a particular outfit mm-hmm. um and yeah so i do love the beatles and uh and I mean, I mean, just every song that they have is great, you know. <laughs> of course, <laughs> so, and you probably know every song. If I gave you a quiz, you'd probably be getting a hundred on it. Probably, but you know, the Beatles sometimes they have really, um, sometimes they have really classical licks in there too. So that was kind of fun. Uh, and right. yeah, I mean, I remember I went to go see Paul McCartney last year with my friend Karen, and I obviously was freaking out the whole time. And uh, <laughs> and sure. then I had a fan, actually, a fan. Uh, and friend now, uh, his name is uh, Rafi. He uh, saw how huge of a fan I was, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm a huge fan." And he brought me a signed Paul McCartney record. Wow! I mean, a, a, a signed Abbey Road record. Wow! Um, by Paul McCartney, and I was of course freaking out. Wow. And it's framed on my wall, you know. I mean, like I'm, I, I, I die. And then my, you know, my mom saw the Beatles like the first row. When okay. She was younger and was pushed through a glass door. And she had all of their signatures and somehow lost all of their signatures. Oh. Yeah, that's my. Yeah. Hey, this this isn't important. <laughs> they're, ne- they're never going to make anything now. Nah, they'll be, they'll go away. They're they're a fad, right? No, they're a fad. Know, I, think, no, I think someone stole them in one of the oh. shoes. Oh my god! So that's that was like you know, and of course I'm like ah. <laughs> yeah, so we do some Beatles, we do some Disney. It's a really fun show, and the girls themselves are just incredibly talented. They do a lot of uh, really cool crossover covers. Obviously, I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan, and every time they play Game of Thrones, I slightly freak out, um, and I become a total fangirl. So <laughs> that's it's taking, a really great concert. You should come. That, that's taking It'll place. Yep, that's taking place next Tuesday, May 21st. The Green Room 42.com is the place to get tickets and. Uh, Lauren, I want to thank you again for joining us on the air. Uh, it's always a pleasure to hear what's going on. And uh, I love chatting with you. Because it's like, it brightens my day. Like thank I'm ready for my day. <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Regards, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks again. Yes. Right. Thank you. Take care. Lauren Yelenkovich here on JM Sunday. My thanks to her catching up on what's going on in her world. Uh, much appreciated and uh, delightful as always. We're going to go back to the music. Uh, it is uh, Sunday. It's Mother's Day here in the United States, but you know, around the world, it's it's Mother's Day. It's always Mother's Day. We know that, but yeah, you know, special day. It's nice to have a designation. So, a couple more selections before the end of the show. Uh, we'll uh, we'll get uh, a couple more here. Regarding Mother's Day, again, my thanks to Mark Zamek for uh, really helping me uh, produce this show by uh, getting the songs together. He's the music director on the Nachum Siegel Network, and uh, much appreciated again. Here's uh, Maka Beats with uh, a selection for today, right here on JM Sunday, again exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> Shamor 
Finishing up a drop late, and uh, we thank everyone for joining us, including Ellie White Cats, and uh, 
Lauren Yelenkovich here on a Sunday morning on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network. Great programming continues all day long. Thanks again for joining us, everyone. See you next week right here on JM Sunday. You've been listening to Matis Weingast and JM Sunday on NahumSiegel.com right here at the Nahum Siegel Network.